1: we are bring you short clips from some of this month's bonus content to give you an idea of everything you get when you sign up to support the show. If you
2: like what you hear and want to hear more, click on the link in the episode description or head to SinisterHood.com and click Patreon on the top menu. First up, we have a clip from a new segment we've been doing, Submissions on Reddit's Off My Chest Forum. A listener suggested that we check these out, and we are very grateful for the recommendation. This clip we have for you, it's all about injuring a rude stranger in an act of instant karma. Then we have a clip of our Dear Sinister Advice segment. This listener wrote in asking about choosing to become a parent while single, and we were happy to offer our thoughts to her. After that, we have a clip from our live Q&A where I discuss all the times my mom hit me with her car. It was more than once, yes. You'll also hear all about other parking lot run-ins and Mama McKinney's reply via the chat. And finally, we've got a clip from our bonus content live stream where another rendition of Off My
1: Chest was done. Our subscribers at the Getting Into It tier get to vote on what bonus content we perform live each month. And this month, they couldn't get enough of these true confessions.
2: This is a highly relatable one about the existence of dinosaurs. Patreon subscribers get to watch video versions of the Q&A and our monthly live stream segment and participate with us via the chat. We also provided a video version of our Ohio State Reformatory episode that we filmed live in Cleveland. So if you can't make it to one of our live shows in person, hopefully this can make you feel like you were there. And we have a June mini-sode coming out the last week of the month that will offer updates on the Murdoch murders case out of South Carolina. Subscribe today to get ad-free regular episodes,
1: hundreds of hours of audio and video bonus content on-demand archives of the video live streams, and so much more. You'll also get to be a part of all the fun we have throughout the rest of the year. An annual subscription to our Patreon gets you immediate access to the bonus content,
2: plus a free month of membership. Head to the link in the episode description or go to Sinisterhood.com and click Patreon on the top banner to sign up today. Uh, well, this I thought we'd start off a little lighthearted today. Okay. So this one, the title is, I Purposely Tripped Over an Asshole Today.
1: God, that must have been a big one. <laughs> you Trip your on foot it, stuck you get in your it. foot
2: stuck. Yeah, <laughs> you lose your shoe, uh, my slipper. Uh, so, I was in queue at a cafe for lunch today. There was a very elderly man at the counter holding up the line as he was fishing his card out of his wallet. Genuinely, about one minute into waiting, this awful businessman starts very audibly making snide comments. Hurry the fuck up! We all have places to be. How long can it possibly take you? etc, etc. The poor older man looked dumbfounded, but he didn't engage. Anyway, I was standing behind the businessman when ordering, and once he got his coffee and was walking away, I just stuck my leg out and tripped him. <laughs> he fell and he spilt coffee all over himself. It was magical. I have never done anything like this before, and it felt great. He was just so entitled and nasty. Also, he didn't see me as he was looking at his phone, and I'm pretty sure he thought it was the leg of a chair or something. He swore a bit and stormed out of the cafe. The old man saw me, though, and he smiled at me. <laughs> I am so content. <sighs> um, I think, yeah, don't feel bad at all. <laughs> uh, if he didn't get hurt, nah, don't feel bad. That guy's a yeah, dickhead. So, someone said, chaotic good, I'm here for yeah. this. I mean, yeah. if your foot accidentally was in the way. I don't think I mean, it was, it was an accident.
1: But no, now, the, I have a legal question. If this if this person did this and tragically the man fell hit his head and died are you then if if someone saw you and like ratted you out are you can you be charged with like involuntary manslaughter
2: yeah i don't think it would be murder cuz you didn't intend him to no. die it would it would depend on the laws of the jurisdiction but A lot of times for something like involuntary manslaughter, you have to be acting with like reckless disregard of the consequences. I don't know that simply tripping someone Mm -hmm. would necessarily fall under like, I was, you know, clearing out the brush behind my house with a blowtorch, you know, something that's like egregious behavior. Although, you know, I, I imagine if it was a he had some sort of a thin skull which is literally what they teach you in law school like eggshell skull like you take the plaintiff as you find him and you just so happen he has osteoporosis and you trip him and he breaks his arm and tries to sue you Mm -hmm. just because the average person wouldn't break their arm if the asshole businessman happens to be have you know really thin bones you would be liable Mm -hmm. for damages so i imagine you would also (laughs) be sued in civil court by his family oh yeah for like wrongful death or whatever like that yeah for sure i mean if you you're the Direct cause, I guess if the head hitting is the direct cause, but you tripping him was the proximate cause mm-hmm. of his death, certainly. So it's a risky move. It is a risky move. To trip an asshole. I've told you
1: about my friend in high school that intentionally rear-ended someone in a drive-thru because they were being an asshole. I, I think you have, mm-hmm. but I don't really recall the whole thing. They just... She didn't like... It wasn't a um, big bump. But it was enough for her to feel good about it. And then, <laughs> but it was, it was small enough to where the person in front of her wasn't sure if it really happened. So they're like looking around and she's just like messing with, we didn't have cell phones, so like messing with her car radio or doing something. So she's not making eye contact with them. <laughs> and it's like, oops, Yeah. And I don't think, uh, I don't, I mean, they didn't like get out and say anything, but uh you know, some, I was like, damn, you're willing to put your car in, in danger too.
2: But she, she knew what she was doing. She had control of the situation. <laughs> if you're in high school and you're like, my high school car either is, I don't really care about it, or like my high school car was a cutlass and it was a tank. That thing was made out of, I don't know what <laughs> tank material. I could ram all kinds of stuff and it was fine. You're like, mm, I'll take the risk. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I get it. I,
1: there's been many times where I have wanted to do something like this, and I am not brave enough to do it.
2: Yeah, I don't know that I've ever done an affirmative thing, but I, I feel like there's times where someone is an asshole, and they're, like, leaving something behind. And I'm like, I'm not going to point out that they dropped their car keys. Mm-hmm. Like, fuck them. They were being rude. And just, like, i like, nature takes its course. Mm-hmm. Like, March
1: of the <laughs> Penguins. You can't step in. <laughs> I use that uh, metaphor a lot, <laughs> I've realized. Yeah, it's a... Since nothing tragic happened, I think you're okay. But that is the risk you take when you're willing to do something like that. Also, like he received karma. I also worry a lot about me in those situations because I'm like, if I do this, I'm opening myself up to bad karma. So I, I personally think to myself, you know what? Karma's going to find him. Like, the universe uh-huh. is going to take care of this. I don't need to interject and, like, possibly get into a fight or, like, cause this to be even worse. So I usually just think something will happen. Like he'll like on the yeah. way home, like he'll get a ticket or something like that.
2: Yeah. Or he'll, yeah, he gets home and like he spills the coffee on himself yeah. in the car because he was texting. Yeah. 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 So that's Certainly. usually how I handle
1: those things. But had I seen that happen, I would also have just given like a little nod. Like, like yeah, I got gotcha. you, <laughs> like I got
2: you. Yeah. No, I saw what you did and we all appreciate mm-hmm, it. Cause that mm-hmm. guy sucks. And, and if you, you ever act person? that way, because an older person is trying to d- fuck you. Yeah, take your time. Or, I mean, trip him or not trip him. i will be like, lay off, buddy. He's doing his best. Yeah, like, that, see, you. I would probably, I would say something. Like, we can all hear you, by the way. Yeah. yeah <laughs> fuck you. Yeah,
1: or, you know, um, oh, I guess she was behind him. But I was going to say, if you were in front of him, but behind the take- older man, you're like, well, hmm, can't
2: find my card." you, like, take doubles long mm-hmm. just to really fuck with the guy? I'd like to pay with these pennies, <laughs> <Yes>. please. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, that was the first one. Uh, the next one is another kind of a moral conundrum, and it's called I'm Going to Steal a Cat from My Coworkers. You all have provided us with uh, names we can call you on air and your pronouns, which we both appreciate. Mm-hmm. And so we'll just hop right in. Uh, the first one, they said, call me anon, please. Mm-hmm. So we will respect that. Dear Sinister. I'm in need of some advice from you two smart, insightful, caring individuals. I'm a 30-year-old woman who has had bad luck in love. My past two relationships have been long-term, two and four years, and both ended after I discovered them cheating. My most recent breakup has been especially traumatic because I learned he had two kids I didn't know about, one conceived while we were in a committed relationship, and that he was carrying on multiple relationships throughout our time together. At this point in my life, I feel that I'm ready to start a family, but I don't feel that I can ever trust in a partner again. I feel content being single, but of course, I have a small hope to find someone eventually. I have no plan or desire to get on apps. I've always wanted kids. I have many nieces and nephews, and I work with kids. I have thought about adoption or possibly finding a sperm donor. What are your thoughts on waiting to find a man before starting a family? Thank you for all you do.
1: Oh. First of all, book this guy for every real. way from Sunday. For real, how do people have the time and energy to keep up that many lies? I don't, I almost wonder if it's not to excuse any of this kind of shitty behavior, but is it like a compulsion almost like, like gambling or something? Because how else? I don't. I just. I'm like. I don't get it. I don't get it. It seems exhausting to try so not only much. to have
2: a relationship with one person, have multiple other lovers, and then also having a child and raising another kid. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure you're just dumping off a lot of responsibility oh, on the yeah. the women in the relationship. But and you're
1: how could you have time to meaningful time to spend with your kids if you're off gallivanting with like six people? That's For real, wild. That's a lot. But yeah, I'm sorry uh, that. <laughs> No. You had to go through that multiple times being cheated on. And then when you find out your most recent partner wasn't just cheating, but cheating with a ton of people and then also got someone pregnant. I could understand why you would feel like you can't trust again.
2: Mm-hmm. I so hope betrayed. that you
1: can find that you can, though. And like you did, Heather, like mm-hmm. after your last before Paris, you were like, I'm going to date myself. Uh And you spent time with yourself and like gained like a lot of insight and self-confidence and became happier with yourself. And then look what happened.
2: Yeah. I basically said, I don't need to be with anybody. Mm -hmm. I want to find somebody that I want to be with that's additive to my life. But I don't want to date anymore where I'm like giving so much of myself and not having someone give back. And when you have someone that gives just as much as you do, it's very relaxing Mm -hmm. and equal and it's not an exhausting thing. I, um, I actually have a friend that was, he's a single guy and decided he wanted to have kids and he adopted a pair of siblings that are like five and seven. That's amazing. And is they're the happiest kids? They're so cute. They're such a perfect little family together. And yeah, he didn't wait to get a partner. Mm -hmm. He was like, I feel called to be a dad. I feel called to be a parent. And I believe he fostered them first. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, they ended up, you know, he ended up making it permanent. So they're, they just look like the happiest little family. I so that. I, I think there's absolutely nothing wrong with you're a whole person. And I think you could completely give yourself, you, you know, your situation, mm-hmm. you know, yourself and you know, there's nothing wrong with looking into the, the other, the different opportunities, whether it's donation, sperm donor or adoption I or fostering. agree.
1: Yeah. If you know, like you said, you know, your situation better than anyone, but if your concern is, um, societal norms are for you to be in a relationship with someone to take on the responsibility of a kid. Fuck all that. Like if I didn't have Tommy and I wanted, if I was like, I really, really want to be a mom and I could think that I could do it alone and would have the support and everything. I would absolutely look into fostering or perhaps a donor situation or um, adoption Absolutely. I don't think you have to have a partner to be a family. I think it's up to you to decide is this something that I'm comfortable doing
2: solo? And also, like why does society say those things, yeah. and is it you know it's the patriarchy, mm-hmm. but I mean there's a lot of ways that women are told you must do x, y, and z by certain timelines, and mm-hmm. if you don't, then you have less value and I completely reject that notion. I got married when I was thirty five and I don't feel like oh, I got one in under the wire, right, but I know that there are people that are either of a different generation or just a different mindset that are like, well, if you're not married by this age, you really have like mm-hmm. screwed up you're an old or maid. whatever or. You're an old maid. You're yeah. uh, forever lonely, or whatever. And I think we all come to the place where we need to be in the time that we need to be there. Mm-hmm. And I'm so grateful I didn't get married sooner because I would have missed out on Paris. I also got married at 35. Did I or was I 37?
1: Um, how if I was born in 1979, how old was I in 2015? You
2: would have been 36 because 79 to 2019, you would have been 40. So minus four. Okay, so I was 36.
1: Yeah, November. Of- yeah, cuz your birthday is January. Yeah, you would have been 36. November of 2015 is when I get married. So yeah, whatever that made me. But then I had Ella right under 30, right under turning 40. I cuz her birthday is in December and I was 39 but just like less than a month later I turned 40. And then I had Simon at 42. So, yeah, yeah I mean, I did everything as far as the timeline of society probably later than most but also i think that's becoming more and more normalized and common because most of my friends started having kids later than Mm -hmm. you know 10 years ago was when you would start having them so i don't think there's anything wrong with it if you're able and capable have a kid when whatever
2: age you 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 are that none of that should matter we all live so much longer now, too. And my OBGYN told me she had uh, her second kid. She's 40, maybe like 43 or 44. And she was like, because, you know, we were, I always said, oh my gosh, this was before I met Paris. I was like, is it, is my eggs going bad? Like, is it too late for me? <laughs> and she straight up just laughed in my face and was like, no. And she said that when yeah, you go to these national conferences and stuff, and she said, we're moving away from calling it geriatric pregnancy, mm-hmm. we're moving towards more normalizing it and saying, This is happening so often and we're not seeing what we thought the complications were before and things like that. It's all a question between you and your doctor Mm -hmm. and you or fertility specialist or whoever you want to go to. uh, But I don't think you absolutely have to wait on anybody. Mm -mm. If you feel like the time is now, the time is now. Mm -hmm. Just make sure you feel like the time Mm -hmm. is now and you don't feel like society or people or family, well-meaning or not, are trying to tell you the time is now. Because I think things happen in the time they're supposed to happen. You had Ella... When you had Ella, because you were meant to have Ella. You weren't meant to have some other kid. You Mm. were meant to have Ella. You were meant to have Simon. Those were your kids waiting for you. So I think that will, it all, in my They had me. They had you. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever that means. Uh, Don't wait. And also, F a bunch of dudes cheating on you. That sucks. I'm sorry. That's that's... been there, and it's awful. Fuck them all. Fuck them all. Right to the moon. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you so much, Anon. The next one is uh, asked us to call her Briar Rose. Oh, I love that. That's very lovely. Briar Rose writes, dear Sinister, how do I tell my teenage cousin to stop being an asshole?
1: <laughs> Heather, can yes. you go over all the times <laughs> Nancy hit you with the car and Why? <laughs> This um, was recently talked about at a live show, Raleigh.
2: Uh, yeah, that's right. I was initially hit. Uh, thank you, Emily. I was hit for the first time at the Red Lobster parking lot in Mesquite, Texas. You know they have kind of like my hit. Cliche.
1: She like bumped you, correct? No, I rolled she didn't up full on, the, on hit you.
2: I rolled on. Oh yes,
1: you very dramatically rolled up. Well, on the car. I. Sh- I mean,
2: she was probably going five, six miles an hour. Which, if you're a kid and it's a van, my dad. I mean, it was to the point that my dad screamed at her. And this, I thought you
1: dramatically rolled up to make her think I she'd hit you harder than you time. did.
2: That was the second time. Oh, okay. But yeah, at the at the uh, Red Lobster, I was kind of like walking in front of it. And she, much like when I was a kid, which I should have learned, because when I was a kid, we would walk at the grocery store. She would say, don't walk in front mm-hmm. of the cart. I'm going to bang your ankles. And she would bang our ankles if we walked in front of the cart. So we didn't anymore. And she was like, get out from in front of it or I'm going to run you over. And I was like. No, you're not and she did. And that one was a bit of a surprise at how I was hit and of course my dad was like, "I can't believe you did that. You're going to kill her." She wasn't going to kill me ever, but it was it startled me, but not enough because another <laughs> time do it again. <laughs> months later, we were at the Lubies and uh in Box Springs and she was driving, she went to get the car and was driving and I teasingly went in front and when she hit me that time I did sort of like flop like the NBA style like fling myself yes. and again my dad was like oh my god you're gonna kill her and she's like <laughs> I'm I am gonna kill you now she was really pissed because I think for a minute she really was like oh shit did I run my child down in a Luby's parking mm. lot but uh, I both times I think deserved it both times there was no reason for me to be in front of the car my dad my whole life was like look both ways before crossing the street or a parking lot so yeah, totally on me parking uh, yeah.
1: lots or parking lots scare the shit out of me because kids can just dart in and out. Yeah. Like we're always yeah. like, Ella, you got to hold a hand in the parking lot because people can't see you. And they mm-hmm. one time Tommy was backing out of a parking spot at Walmart and there was a guy and we saw the guy pushing his like a cart with his kid in the cart behind us. And he reached out and sl- and smacked the back of our car because he thought Tommy was about to hit him when he wasn't at all. Nice. And then he's like, you almost just hit me and my kid. And Tommy's like, I didn't at all. I, I saw you there. It was wild. I'm like, sometimes don't be- I think
2: don't it's like that. my neck hurts. Oh, you hit my kid. You know, what I mean? like I think they're doing yeah. trying to be like, you hurt us. Uh, Mama McKinney is in the chat, and she said, I, what oh, are we talking she? about? I have no recollection of these incidents. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I told you, I just took full responsibility. My ass should not have been in front of that white Dodge Caravan, go. and there I was. So, fully on me, you know, both times. Uh, Tommy just,
1: I don't know this. My mom ran someone down in a parking lot once. Intentionally? Never have heard this story. Would love for you, you know to what? comment more in the chat. Save it for Brown Browntown. <laughs> yes the podcast that will never be but or always was be. yes uh okay oh god let's see best tommy behind what is happening with story. my ear? what tommy it's said not, not a- <laughs> oh, okay then never mind maybe don't tell it uh emily said best behind the scenes story from the tour so far Ooh. Let's do it. This Jump right one, in. Learn to swim.
2: This one is a confession, and it says, I didn't know dinosaurs were real until today.
1: When was this posted, and was it me? <laughs> Seven, because- months <laughs> Seven months ago. Seven months. I've always known they are real. It's hard for me to believe they were real, but I want to go on record. I know they were real. I am not saying they were not. It's just wild to think that they were that's all I'm saying. This person uh, has a good excuse, though.
2: They said, How old is this
1: person? Does it say?
2: Uh, 21. They said, Damn. Look, I already feel stupid enough. I was, <laughs> I was so terrified of Jurassic Park when I was a kid. I had nightmares every single night about dinosaurs killing and eating me. In Damn. response, My parents always told me that they weren't real and to just calm down. So my whole life, I ignored all dinosaur-related content out of my fear. Today, I saw a video of dinosaur bones being recovered. And I went down this (laughs) whole rabbit hole, and I realized I thought dinosaurs were mythology this whole time.
1: Wow.
2: That's on the parents. Yeah. That's the opposite of Santa.
1: Like, you never (laughs) tell your kid Santa isn't real. And then there, it comes a time when you... Or to give Santa presents. And you're like, well, I don't know. I don't know why he didn't come. Well, I guess I guess y'all weren't good enough. And it's like, no, you got to be in on it.
2: Yeah, you Dang. have to tell them. People asked, didn't you learn about it in school? And they said, yes, for some further context. When we learned about evolution and paleontology in school, it was primarily about sea animals and monkeys. My teacher briefly mentioned prehistoric dinosaurs as if it were an honorable mention and not a real thing. I also asked my husband today, after my discovery of the legitimacy of dinosaurs, if the Megalodon was real. Because one of my high school science teachers specifically told us that the Megalodon was not real. He confirmed to me, my husband confirmed to me, that the Megalodon is real. So combined with being told that dinosaurs weren't real as a child, my fear and my teachers glossing over it, I just didn't know. I've never been to a museum with dinosaur bones because i don't live near any but i thought t-rex fossils were man-made in order to display the mythology (laughs) yes i realize this seems very stupid now that i've seen the bones of being dug up but that was my thinking until today well if you if you've been
1: told by people that you hold in high regard like your teachers yeah so what school do you go to my god what isd is this Mm. um one one real quick thing Scoot your camera over a tad because we can't see your whole head. Happy is out of it. There we go. Now you're in it. You're front and center. Um, I was like, I <laughs> you're like it was like this. <laughs> like we just saw half of you. <laughs> um that's a bummer because yeah. A lot of people did you wrong, and then when you find out, you feel like a fool. But really, it wasn't your fault. No. And um, yes, who was it? Uh, Patty, I think. Yes, narwhals are real. Yes, I did not know this until a couple years ago. They look like they should be fake. <laughs> they do. There are tons of plushies of them, and usually, I mean, I, that's not true. There's a lot of nussie. plushies of real animals. We got we got a lot of plushies, like teddy of early bears. Animals over here.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Those bears. bears aren't real. They don't mm-hmm. make bears that size.
1: But they look like they should be fake because of that horn. But they are very real. They are very real. Yeah. So <sighs> I guess I could. But someone said, "Was this teacher a creationist?" And that is my question for the parents as well. That did they me. really not know? I that think the parents real? lied. The parents well, knew. At some point, you got to say they forgot. Sorry. We, They are real, so you don't look like a fucking idiot. How they she made 21 years with tests and all sorts of stuff in school, and that was never cleared up. It's truly amazing.
2: Maybe, I mean, that's, what, 1996? Whenever the mid-90s when Jurassic Park came out, they just, like, forgot they said that. creationist my... Middle school science teacher was a creationist and told us that what the book wow. said about evolution was wrong and that it was put she in She was there. allowed to do that? It was a man. His name was uh, Coach Sutherland, I think. Yeah. Is no, this he... the one that had the drawer of gummy bears? Oh, no. That was Mr. Shirley. That was a fifth grade <laughs> science teacher. So he definitely this, believed in evolution. He was like, this teacher
1: science-y. was allowed to. Spew that nonsense, and yes, I'm calling it nonsense.
2: Well, my fo- my co- classmate raised her hand and was like, "I don't think you're supposed to say any of this. Mm-mm. This is very Was religious. he then like, "And now we will read the Bible?" <laughs> no, he was like, "If you want to know what really happened, there's a book, but I'm not allowed to teach you because they won't let me."
1: Yeah, that's when you get fired. You should be fired for that kind of stuff.
2: I wonder if he's Damn. still there. Uh, someone in the comments said my ex used to believe that stars are souls. She didn't learn that It wasn't until she was 23. She discovered her oh. love for astronomy a few days after that. So, well, there you get
1: led into. The, but that's something. Also, this is why. Call me a monster, but this is why we're like Santa is a character, the yeah. Easter Bunny is a character. Because yeah. where does it stop? You start telling kids Santa's real. Next thing you know, they think stars are souls. They don't believe in dinosaurs. It's a it's a slippery slope. So if you just uh, if you're honest from the jump, then they're like, oh okay, yeah. I believe everything you say because you've never steered me wrong. So I can I can trust you. It's also yeah. just way easier.
2: I thought I didn't know until I was probably in my twenties that frontage road was not the <gasps> me name too! of the street. Me too. Did you really?
1: I always thought in high school I was like, how can there be so many frontage roads? How it's does like, anybody know where they're so going? Confusing. They're all. And then I found out, oh no, it's like a feeder road onto a highway. <laughs> I'm with you on that one. I, I I'm the same boat.
2: What else I was, didn't
1: I know? There's a lot of stuff. This person
2: that says I should
1: have my- known that I didn't. If you liked what you heard, consider supporting the show on Patreon by clicking the link in the episode description or heading to sinisterhood.com and clicking Patreon
2: in the top banner. Thanks for listening and keep it creepy. Sinisterhood.
0: 18 plus.